everybody. Welcome to another edition of NASCAR Radio. This is episode 168 of NASCAR Radio. We're trading cars and racing meat. I'm your pal Val. With me is the man, the myth, the legend, PSA, and White Castle Hall of Famer, Logan. Logan, how are you today, tonight? I'm feeling like the side force is with me. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it was. <laughs> got a great show for everybody today <clears throat> we are going to do a racing recap of all the races that we had going on we had a few and uh, we got a special announcement today and we'll talk about black friday's coming up one of my favorite times of the year for cards and we'll finish the show with king's court cool yeah our special announcement is going to be great yes <laughs> And I want to thank our sponsor, Panini America. Can't wait. I got a bunch of calls from some seasonal sponsors. So uh, we'll have those coming up here during the season here. So Awesome. I can't wait yeah. for, for them. Yeah. And then special shout out to Kyle Katz, Jason Freeman, Michael Haggard, and Pit Road Network for the YouTube comments. We read them, so please leave them. Yes. Thank you very much. All right. Where are we at now? To the championship races. Yeah, this first one's going to be a doozy. <laughs> oh, my goodness gracious. All right. So the Craftsman Truck Series, that was race number 23. And that was the NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series Championship race. And that was Friday, November 3rd at Phoenix Raceway. Corey Heim almost won that until <laughs> until Kosen Hosevar came along. And then Kristen Eckes won the race. And yeah, great finger almost won. <laughs> yeah. And then our highest finishing rookie was Jake Garcia. But in all that mess, that was the four overtimes. Our fifth place finisher and highest of the championship four was Ben Rhodes, who with that fifth place finish won his second Crashman Truck Series in three years. Yeah, congrats to him. That was. Uh... I'm going to be really nice here when I say this, that the finish of that race was a clown show, <laughs> man. I, Oh my goodness. I, I, I was beside myself and trying to put what I was feeling during that race in the words. Uh, I think Corey Heim should either should have won that race or won the championship. Carson, Carson Hosevar, <laughs> he screwed up and he, and he, I don't know if this is good or bad, but it's like, Instead of being aggressive, he knew he, he knew he messed up because he's beating on the steering wheel and everything else. But instead of like continuing to charge on, and it was what it was, it's like he fell back and like he lost all his mojo. Yeah, he's he was the anti Dale Earnhardt. <laughs> yeah, I un I understand feeling bad or whatever, but I'm like, I'm part of me is like, man, I don't know if I want him to drive my cup car, so right? Because I was just thinking about that, but. You know, they were they're racing hard. It was a mistake. And, you know, either he didn't think about it and, you know, he, he it is what it is. Then on the second part, Corey Heim, I thought he did himself a horrible disservice by taking out or not taking out or had a malfunction for a second and took Kosovar out later on the race. Because when it was all said and done, if I think, and you correct me if I'm wrong, if Heim comes in, has the better car, gets tires, and 
has a little Dale Earnhardt in him and refuses to die, I think he would have been up there at the end of that race. I think so too. I think I think he screwed himself. He was he was hell bent on revenge and was not thinking about the big picture. And he was trying to win the battle instead of the war. Yeah, he 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 screwed himself, I think. And you know, give it to Grant Infinger and Ben Rhodes. They're the three and uh, three and four car, and they're battling out because one and two, you know, took themselves out or or whatever. Two took out one, and then one took out two. And Grant Infinger almost won this thing. Um, so I think Corey Heim. Uh, hopefully, he learns his lesson that you never give up. I, maybe mm. he's too young to realize one of those those things where Jimmy Johnson started from the back of of in twenty sixteen to win that race and the championship and they in um I guess it was that homestead at the time or some of these other ones that are got laps down Earnhardt you know would come back and win so he had a fast truck he just did himself a Corey Heim did himself a disservice so but Ben Rhodes hopefully he sent, he sends Corey Heim and Carson Hosmar a nice fruit basket. Yes they yeah he needs to send it to him because like you said I think Corey Heim could have come back. I think he had he had time to come back because there was like 30 something laps to go 30, like 31 laps to go when that happened. And he didn't get hit. He didn't have really any damage per se. He just had to go in and get some new tires. And he, and, cause look what Grant Infinger did at the end. Yeah. He well, got, there. Yeah. So the, the announcer, you know, couldn't t- stop talking about how whenever it was, they came in and got tires and ended up, you know, winning the race after a few restarts. And sure enough, that played into it. So, but any, you know, when it's all shoulda, coulda, woulda, but Ben Rhodes is a two-time champion. Yep. Congrats to him, man. He, he stuck it out and he, uh, he didn't, didn't try to kill himself or somebody else. And I think the person who got lost in this whole thing is Christian Eckes. I think he's like, yep. didn't I just win the race? What? Yeah, nobody was talking about him at all. <laughs> no, it was like, hey, you go celebrate over there in the corner <laughs> and you guys play amongst yourselves, and then we're gonna have this big championship uh over here. It's like we're having this big party, don't mm-hmm. bother us. I felt really bad for Christian Christian Eckes. Uh same thing almost could be said for Ross Chastain, but we'll talk about that when we get there. But yeah, oh my goodness. Um, okay, so cards because we're all about the cards. Yes, we are. All right, let's start with the most, uh, I guess, I don't know, what's the right word here, though? Most unpopular person at the track was Christian Eckes. Where's his cards? Here's his cards. I don't want to do him disservice here. So his rookie cards are in 2020 Panini Chronicles, extension, extension autographs, in 2020 Chronicles Spectra. 2020 Panini Prism. He has a base card there. All the parallels and signing sessions. And also in the 2020 Panini National Treasures. Has a few cards there. And Yeah, and he's not wearing any masks in any of those cards either. Oh, yeah. And what else we got? We have Jake Garcia's highest fishing rookie position, too. Uh, but he has no cards. Maybe he'll get some cards this year. And then I guess the the main attraction is or our champion is Ben Rhodes, who we talked about uh, you know last week when we did the final four. 
2013 press pass fanfare card number 99 there's a few parallels to those in uh, 2013 and there's also the young gun autographs and looks like there are five parallels to that as well so that's what they look like they have a uh, regular and then die cut and press pass <laughs> they did all kinds of levels of die cuts yeah and press pass kind of cheaped out on the images they only had that one image <laughs> <laughs> yeah copy control c and control v or whatever yeah. control, hey, control. my favorite keys man <laughs> what's that control c and control v man like <laughs> yeah exactly I'm that's, with the best of them. <laughs> that's what i'm saying so all right uh next race um uh, it is going to be the fresh from florida 250 and that's going to be at daytona international speedway Friday, February 16th, uh, 2024, 7.30 p.m. So we got some time. Week or two. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I just want to, you know, I always talk about when the next race is. So uh, mark your calendars. We'll, we'll talk about a few times before then. But And, uh, yeah, what what a mess that was. Yeah. And I saw a lot of people on social media. They, they told me that I was being really really nice calling it a clown show because really it was it was pretty much a cluster there at the end <laughs> yeah I, I i don't know if anybody had ben Rhodes on the bingo card i know ben did but <laughs> i didn't I, I thought for sure that we were going to see like Corey heim or uh carson hosovar take it so yeah or we or we were open you know or the sentimental pick was Grant Infigure because they're shutting down GMS. Yep. That would and be cool was, to go out on yeah. the high note like that. He was close. Yeah, he was. He, was he, got screw, he got screwed out of it. All right. Let's move over to the Xfinity Series race number 33. That was the Xfinity Series Championship. That was Saturday, November 4th at Phoenix Raceway. Cole Custer was our winner. Highest pressure rookie was Chandler Smith at position eight. And with that win, Cole Custer won the championship. I didn't have that one on my bingo card either. <laughs> yeah, I mean, four, the Fords were tough. Yes, indeed. All they, right. came, they came to play, man. They came to win. They sure did. Well, yeah. And... Cole Custer, his cards are in 2016. 2016 Panini certified base card there. That's the one to the right in the PSA holder. There's a few parallels to that. There's also a certified potential signature in 2016 Panini certified. 2016 Panini Prism only driver signatures, no base cards, just uh, signatures there. 2016 Panini Torque. Card number 69, all the parallels, printing for it, printing plate, printing plates, <laughs> test proofs, because I saw printing printing plates and then the test proof, and I was like trying to put them both together in the two separate groups. They're all one-on-ones, though. It's like, how many one-on-ones can you have? You can have two two sets of one-on-ones. You sure can. And then also in 2016, Panini Torque driver scripts with a few parallels there. And so he that's his first championship. And yeah. he had, he definitely was trying to prove the boys, hey, I belong in Cup. He yep. kind of drove away with it there. 
he did. He, you know, he, he looks at that as a demotion. I mean, it's, and, and it is, I mean, let's just be honest. Yeah. I mean, most people, most people would, he won at the cup level. It's not like he didn't win at the cup level. He had like one or two wins before he got kind of demoted. So, you know, it's sometimes it's, sometimes it's good to have a chip on your shoulder, a little extra motivation. And look what he did. Kyle Bush. <laughs> oh yeah. I think Kyle Bush is kind of a, the poster child for that. Yes, he is. I don't think we have Kyle Bush that, that we know if he doesn't get kind of removed from Hendrick. Yep. So I think that's like the creating of the superhero there. No doubt. And let's see what else we got. So we, oh, Chandler, Chandler Smith is our highest finishing rookie. His card during 2021 Dunruss. He has a signature series there. 2021 Panini Chronicles. He's in the Chronicles, Chronicles Autographs, Obsidian, Score, Score Autographs, Select, Select Autographs, and Spectra. 2021 Panini National Treasures. 2021 Panini Prism base card there with all the parallels. And Panini Prism Signing Sessions. And I think when I bring this up, I point out that he has only one signing sessions on the checklist that Panini produced, but there are more signing session versions that are out there that we think came through Panini points. Um, some, some way, somehow. Yeah. But they're not on the master checklist, but... That's why you listen to the show. And so those, I think, are some sneaky ones to kind of pick up that people Agreed. don't realize what's going on with them, right? Because we think it's on the checklist or whatever. But unless you're probably, the, and I'm sure the Chandler, Chandler Smith diehard collectors don't want us to talk about them, but I'm sure they know about it. So, well, yeah, you know they do. And that's why we're here and we're letting everybody know. Mm -hmm. Okay. <laughs> All right, moving along. Uh, next race, race number one, beef. It's what's for dinner, 300, Daytona International Speedway, Saturday, February 17th at 5 p.m. Eastern. I think that, that, that could have been a sponsor for the truck race, beef. It's on the track. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. And then moving over to the Cup Series. That was race number 36, and that was the NASCAR Cup Series Championship, and that was Sunday, November 5th at Phoenix Raceway. Ross Chastain was our winner. Highest finishing rookie was Ty Gibbs at position 21. Our highest finishing of the championship four was position two, Ryan Blaney. So we have Ross Chastain, our race winner, but our 2023 Cup Series champion is Ryan Blaney. Yeah, Chastain refused to lose, for sure. Yeah, he wanted to make sure that he was mentioned in in that conversation. He, you know, he has a lot to prove, I think, and he, he was showing he was showing it. He wasn't given an inch. So yeah. I, I still. I like Chastain, but when I think of Chastain, I think of how he didn't give a Chase Elliott an inch last year and drove him into the wall, uh, took him out of the of the championship four last year. Yep. Um, so 
you know, I, I expected, I thought somebody might mess with Chastain a little bit, but they didn't. They they uh, were racing clean, and of course, Blaney, I think he was had a little bit of Corey Heim going on there, and I think finally somebody said, you know what, it's all right to lose the battle, to you know, you got to win the war. So, mm-hmm. uh, cooler heads prevailed, and Blaney won the championship. Ford yeah. swept the weekend. I was screaming at the TV. It's like, dude, you don't have to win the race. Finish where you are, and you're the champion. Nah, I, I said the same thing. You know, of course, we're older dogs than those young guys. So, and yeah. our race, what good? I was going to say, well, th- this was the first uh, race, the first championship race in the playoff era where the champion did not win the race. Yeah, so Chastain wanted to make sure that uh, that he he had that little nugget there, and then also Blaney is the first one to give Penske back-to-back championships. Yeah, congrats to the captain. Yeah. All right, Ross Chastain, his rookie cards down. Here, I didn't have it labeled. There we go. 2012 Press Pass Fanfare, card number 66. A few parallels there. Magnificent Materials. And also 2012 Press Pass Fanfare Autographs. That is it for 2012. His next cards aren't until 2017 in Dunruss. Yeah, that's hard to believe, man. And well, you know, he it, again, he had cards when he was pretty young in press pass and you know, the like Josh Berry, these guys are, are determined and, you know, some of them they all don't follow the same path, right? Yeah, correct. And you know, um I will give this kudos to press pass even though they're not around anymore. They were very good at finding the the hot shoes and the hot prospects. Yeah, that, of course, there was plenty they missed, too, but, yeah. Yes. If you go look at 20, 2009 Element and 2010 Element. And, but then, you know, when they hit them, they hit them, too, so. Yeah, they they did they, they had their fair share of duds. <laughs> but but to your point, though, you know, they, they did have them. And they had multiple, what, they have five, seven releases a year, and some of them would be only in certain products and others in only other products. So it wasn't like right. they were slammed in through every product. So anyway, I digress. Ty Gibbs, 2020 Chronicles, um, our 2023 Rookie of the Year. My boy, Ty yeah. Gibbs. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 2020 Panini Prism, only scripted signatures there. So 2020 uh, Chronicles is uh, kind of in a few few of those sets in there so and then our 2023 champion all the way back to again that 20 2012 press pass fanfare like ross yep. chastain it's got ryan blaney and bubba wallace in there but we want to talk about ryan blaney card number 77 par- parallels there blue hollow foil die cuts hollow foil die cuts silver 
number to 25, Sapphire to number to 20, Diamond to 5, also Magnificent Materials, number to 125 or 75, and then fair, Fanfare Young Guns Autographs. Four versions there, number to 399, 158, 75, or 10. And you can find it with the full name or uh, I was gonna say the, the the more the rarer is his full name, the more common is what you see on the screen where he uses the Y for the L. I meant to get a uh, image up there of the other one, but I have a few of those. So I was I was like I said. Uh, there's no uh, secret, whatever. You know, he used to follow Dave Blaney when he ran Amico because of my father-in-law worked for BP Amico and went to hospitality tents and stuff. That was kind of my first experience with some of the garages and stuff like that. So naturally, when I saw Ryan running, I kind of gravitated to him because I knew about Dave. So, and he, he did real well. And here he is, uh, 23 champion. Of course, my dad had dad's a big Ryan Blaney fan too. He had a, I don't know what he said. It was a few dollars on Blaney to win the championship. So he had money on the on the championship. I think it was like maybe nine to one or something. So I think he won 40 bucks or something. There you go. We we should have bet too. I I'm just not a betting guy. And right now I don't have the money to bet anyway. <laughs> well, again, he, he only put like four or five dollars down. So at the beginning of the year, just so he I think he usually tries to bet them. Every race has two, but you know, he bets five hours, so I guess it gives him um, kind of something to root root for or whatever and watch the races. But that's cool. Yeah, I, I was glad to see Blaney bring that home that championship home for the entire family. That was a, I know his dad was very proud. Yeah, I mean that puts that basically puts that family justify not justifies that family. What is I guess. Um, you know, mission accomplished, right? Validate his, his grant. Validate, thank you. Validates with his grandfather and his dad and him, and so the whole Blaney line there uh, will be ever forever be known as NASCAR champion. So, yeah, I'm, I'm proud of I'm proud of the boy. I really am. I was oh. I was jumping up and down. I I went over to my wife and I said, "You got to feel my heart because it was like beating really fast." I said, and when when they finally got to the white flag, I'm going. All you got to do is just bring it home. That's all you got to do, <laughs> you know? Yeah, I think I stood for the last four laps watching. I was like, oh, come I on. I think no, I did, too. No caution. I was in front of the TV so. screaming, wanting my head off. Yeah. All right. Uh, next race, race number one, the Bush Light Clash at the Coliseum, Los Angeles Coliseum, Sunday, February 4th at 8 p.m. Can't wait because I'm already missing the season. <laughs> All right, let's move over to Formula One. That was the, uh, let's see, that was Sunday, November 5th, and that was the Brazil Grand Prix. And no shock, Max Verstappen was our winner. And uh, I think, uh, <laughs> I don't know, Charles Leclerc was out of the first, first turn. He he didn't even start the race. They were on the warm ups, you know, the, the 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 getting ready to to be on the grid, and he something happened. I think he had some hydraulics or something go bad or something. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, I was. It was like it was like the Scuderia, you know, Ferrari thing that, that you show with the Office. You know, <laughs> shall we watch it? I think we should watch that. Um, I'm telling you, Ferrari boy. Well, I, Sad but true. <laughs> I want them to do well, you know. I do too. I, I hopefully they can get all this worked out and have a great 2024. I hope so too. Oh my goodness. Um, <laughs> and Max finished um, finished P1, led 68 of the 71 laps. Lando Norris led three. With that win. Max Verstappen has won 32 of 42 races for a 76.1% ratio in the 2022 and 2023 season. He's also had 10 straight in a row. Lewis is zero for 42. I wonder how long he's going to stick it out. I wonder, I'm sure, I know he's going to be back next year, but, you know, past that, I don't know what he's going to do. He may just... I don't know. Yeah, and I, I take no pleasure in this. I'm just, you know, a numbers guy here, and I, you know, was always counting up the the ticks for Max Verstappen. I'm like, let me look in the last two years, and let's, you know, put these numbers together. And then I'm like, well, what's the percentage? And oh, seventy six point one percent. It's like, and I thought Lewis had a few wins, and I go back and look. He's like, oh, for forty two. So he's Max is thirty two for forty two. Lewis is oh for their forty two in those same two seasons. It's just. It's incredible. I, I don't know if you know we've only I've been only watching F1 for a few years, and this is like crazy that he is as dominant. And I'm sure it, you know a lot has to do with the car. Yeah, and he is you know pulling away in points. He is now 266 points ahead of Sergio Perez Jeez. with two races left. I hope he can uh, win the championship. Yeah. So <laughs> he increased his lead from last week. I was looking like, is anybody even getting close to him? No. In the top five, uh, he is expanding the lead further. So it's just the unbelievable. Fight, the fight now is for second. Even then, Perez, yeah, Perez needs to finish uh, well. He's got 266 to 298 for Lewis Hamilton. So it's, um, what is that? That's quick math there, 20-something points. So two races left. Yeah, Perez needs to show up. Yeah, he doesn't need to be crashed on the first lap of any races. Yeah, that other one could could come to bite him, but uh, we'll Mm -hmm. see. Next race, (laughs) I love this one, is November 18th. Las Vegas, and the start time is 10 p.m. Pacific time. So that's Saturday night at 10 or Sunday at 1 a.m. Eastern. Yeah, you think they're doing that for the foreign foreign crowd? 
have it during the daytime for them. <laughs> so the funny thing is, so today I'm looking and people are complaining that the lowest temperature that the tracks ever been was like five Celsius. And they're saying this one might be four Celsius. So I don't know mm. uh, if there's going to be some issues with the track not being hot enough. So well, I, I don't know. I, you know, totally missed the start times the last couple of weeks or have not been paying attention because I thought it was going to be either in the evening or in the morning or whatever it is because Vegas, Vegas is hot. Vegas is always hot. Um, but man, a 10 p.m. start. I, yeah, I'm sure it has to do for the international crowd. I don't know if I'm in Vegas and I guess uh, 10 p.m. That's an awful late, late race for me, but. Yeah. Um, yeah. You got to think though, if, if the track is going to be cool, I mean, that's going to give more grip. I think uh, it's just a matter of getting the tires heated up. That's the thing. Yeah. I, I don't know. Well, I guess we will find out. So uh, no race this week next this weekend so uh, and i think we're going to take next week off i'm, so, I'm down with that so we'll we'll take next week off snow show next week and uh, we'll be back to cover the las vegas grand prix that's going to be a heck of a race though i mean you have to admit it's going to be on the the streets of las vegas that's going to be incredible um, i guess that's why maybe it's at 10 p.m <laughs> well yeah that's true too is is but you know, Vegas is the, is the city that never sleeps. So I mean, there's no good time really to, to have it when you think about it. Because you know, if I was there, and you know me, you've been around me long enough that if I was there, I'd be up till three or four in the morning there goofing around or blowing money or whatever. Yeah, uh, we didn't talk about Max's cars. We were talking about Max's cars for a long time, but 2020. The majority, there was a few before that in 2016, one in 2018, but most folks go after the 2020 or the 2020 tops now. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so next race, Las Vegas on the 18th. Uh, then the final race will be November 26th in Ab Abu Dhabi. Uh, but we will talk about that when we get there. But uh, no races this weekend. Las Vegas uh, Grand Prix the following weekend on Saturday. Yeah, I can't wait. It's going to be a great race. You know, that's, that's all we've got left now, you know, because uh, IndyCar, their season ended early. Yep. And, of course, NASCAR's done, so this is it for us. Yeah, so everybody go, go into the F1 race in Las Vegas. Don't forget to go by the Tops booth. And get your third installment of trading cards. Yep, the, the last last ten cards. Yes, last ten cards. So that that'll be cool. Uh, and if anybody gets any extra packs and they want to send them our way, we're your yes. guys. Oh, me too. <laughs> yep. Yes. All right. Uh, that's it with the racing recap for now. Okay. So I have a few stats for the cup season that I want to run by you and see what you think about some of these things. These are some of the more obscure stats. You know, it's not like who had the most wins, all that kind of junk. Uh, so I'm going to ask you a few questions and see what you think here. So um, 
first of all, who do you think had the had the most finishes of 30th or worse this season? Now, I'm going to say, and I'm going to use the same answer that I used before, uh, Ty Dillon. Yes, Ty Dillon. <laughs> so, I, and you're my witness. I knew that before. Yes, you did. You knew that one. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's that's not good. And then then on the other side of that coin, who finished all thirty six races? I think I had. I think I said uh, Michael McDowell. No, Corey LaJoy. Yeah, so I was close, but so same team. Yeah. So you have one driver that can finish, and the other one who has terrible finishes all the time. That's 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 not real. That's not saying a whole lot for your driving ability. So, you know, because that's the same team, Spire Motorsports. And, of course, next year you're going to have Carson Hosovar in that, that 77 car replacing Ty Dillon. So I think that is definitely an upgrade. Nothing so against too. Ty Dillon, but, you know, that Ty Dillon's a, a lot is older. He's, well, his rookies are in 2012. So I don't know. I just uh, think he's got a lot of other stuff going on. So, yeah. So who had the most consecutive lead lap finishes? In other words, who finished on the lead lap the most times in a row? That one I'm not sure about. That would be Brad K with 24. That's he impressive. Races. That's very impressive. So I know he didn't get any wins, but that is impressive. Yeah, the uh, the Roush camp is – they're improving. I think next year they're going to be a force to be reckoned with. Oh, with Chris Busher rattling off three wins. I did not have that on my bingo card this year. No. Maybe Brad, I would have said, had my maybe a few wins, but not Chris Busher. No, I didn't see that one coming either. So, with that being said, who completed the most laps in Cup this year? Who? Brad Kozlowski. Close. Close. Chris Busher. Or <laughs> with 9225. All right. So yeah, he completed completed the most laps. So now this is a this is a good one for you. Who had the most DNFs this year? <laughs> I don't know. Austin Dillon with 10. He failed to finish 10 races this year. And I thought that with Kyle Bush being over there that would be an uplift and that would, uh, that would, you know, it's like what, what they say with the rising tide rises all ships. I thought, well, okay, this is going to elevate Austin Dillon's game. Well, wrongo, apparently not. So, and then wow. who, who do you think led the most laps this year? Oh, I don't know. That would be Kyle Larson. With 1,127. Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. I can see that. So, so those are a few obscure stats. Now, I've got some other stats here. And um, this first stat that I'm going to talk about or stats is from our friend Hallie Emery, who is on Twitter. He's a, he's a, a, a good stat guy. He's my go-to guy these days for all these obscure stats. But did you know that in Kevin Harvick's first and last cup races – they were both won by the number one car. That's crazy. Yeah, the other one that we I think it was Steve Park won in the first race he was in, and of course uh, Ross Chastain won in the last race. 
So that's an interesting stat. And also from Hallie, he said that, um, did you know that Dale Earnhardt Jr. was the first caution of Harvick's first race and Kyle Busch was involved in the last caution of Harvick's last race? Both of them drove the number eight car. That's amazing. Yep. And uh, one more stat from him. He's got all kinds of stats. I, I, I like because he, 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 he likes all these really obscure things. And I, I love that. He said, um, for the first time since 1992, at the end of the cup season, less than two drivers, which that would be one, less than two drivers scored more than 20 top 10 finishes this year. So think about that for just a second. One driver had more than 20 top 10 finishes this year. Do you, do you know who that was? Um, no. That would be Chris Busher. Nice. Yeah. So just, just some interesting stats there. I, I wanted to throw out there just, uh, you know, talking about the previous season, which, you know, this season – was 75th NASCAR 75th anniversary, and I thought it was a great season. I was I'm real happy with it. If Ryan Blaney loved it, yes, yes, he did. All right, let's let's go into the big announcement. Then we'll do Black Friday because we're already pushing 38 minutes. And then yeah, we yeah, this is gonna be a long episode. It looks like. <laughs> okay, yeah, let's 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 talk about our special announcement. So if you want to hit it, then let's go for it. All right, guess what we're going to be doing, folks? We are going to be starting the Racing Card Hall of Fame. And, of course, you see Denny over there. He's saying this one's really special, and it really is special. Uh, we kind of took this from the Baseball Card Hall of Fame, and we're doing our own spin on it. Um, if you want to go to the website, Val, we can talk about, you know, talk about the uh, – the rules and all the different things about the uh, racing card hall of fame. All right. So if you folks want to go to out now, you can go out to racingcardhof.com and you will be directed to the NASCAR radio page that has the racing card hall of fame. So looking at this page real quick, we're going to talk about this. I'm going to read it. Um, it says that the Racing Heart Card Hall of Fame stands as a digital portal recognizing the most important and influential racing trading cards of the legends of high, the high speed of motorsports. Uh, nestled within these hallowed digital walls are the ultimate trading cards of the most illustrious figures in racing history. This forum pays homage to the trading car drivers, teams, machines that have left an indelible mark on the racetracks of the world. You will be treated to a captivating journey throughout time, guided by pictures of vintage to modern race cards that bear witness to the glory and sacrifices of racing's elite. From the daring feats of Formula One champions to the thunderous roars of NASCAR legends, the Racing Card Hall of Fame offers a tribute to the trading card hero, to the trading cards of our heroes who've pushed the boundaries of speed and skill, leaving an enduring legacy in the chronicles of motorsports history. So rev up your engines and enjoy. This is going to be really fun. 
So basically what we're going to be doing is we're going to, we're forming a committee. It's going to be my, myself and Val. We're going to have a couple other folks in there and, uh, you know, just have some basic, you know, subject matter experts that are going to, to be over this. So we're going to start out with a nominee process. And what it says here, it says any trading card from any form of motorsports is eligible to be nominated for voting into the Racing Card Hall of Fame. Uh, these cards can be from Formula One, NASCAR, IndyCar, drag racing, airplane racing, motorcycle racing, or any form of motorsports. The NASCAR Radio Committee reserves the right to reject any card nominated that does not fit the motorsports criteria. So really, basically, any card that's in motorsports of any form can be nominated uh, for uh, possible voting into the Racing Card Hall of Fame. So what we're, what we're wanting to do here is we're wanting to involve all you guys in this process. We, we want you guys to nominate. We want you guys to vote. Um, so the collector participation and voting process. The process of selecting 10 inductee cards out of the 40 nominees for induction into the Racing Card Hall of Fame involves a voting process that reflects the consensus of the voting body, which consists of the NASCAR Radio Committee, trading card experts, uh, collectors, and fans. So here's a breakdown of the process. Number one, the initial nomination. Input from the Racing Card Collector Base will be taking will be taken to create a list of eligible cards. So basically what we're going to have is we're going to have a form, which we will publish and you'll see here shortly where you guys can nominate your, your favorite racing trading cards. And we're going to do that for like three weeks. So uh, this list, so to go on with what it says here, it says this list is based on certain criteria of historical significance, rarity and popularity. These nominee cards will be compiled along with the nominees of the NASCAR radio committee. The top 40 nominee cards are then compiled and announced to the public. So basically what that means is we're going to take everybody's cards that they want, you know, that they want to nominate. We're going to create a list of 40 out of that. Then we're going to have a voting process that we're going to do on Google Forms, which we will do later. And from whoever gets the, the top 10 votes will be put into the Racing Card Hall of Fame. So that's kind of how it, vote, how it works. So um, see, it says that um, the voting body, the Racing Card Hall of Fame voting body will consist of trading card collective community and the NASCAR radio committee. Uh, these individuals are entrusted with the responsibility of casting one vote of 10 cards per person. So basically we're going to put you guys on the honor system. It's going to ask you for a um, email address and we'll give you the password to get in to to vote, but we're hoping that everybody just does it one, you know, vote votes once. So the voting process, it says each member of the voting body is asked to select their preferred 10 cards from the list of 40 nominees. Each, each vote cast will, or each vote cast for each card counts as one vote. There are no extra point values for any card as all cards will carry the same weight. So yeah, a 72 SDP Richard Petty would be the same as the 88 Max uh, JD McDuffie or something. So it's it's the same weight. So voting will be open for a period of approximately approximately four weeks, and we will tell you guys when that voting period will start. The NASCAR Radio Committee will publish a link as to where the voting will be held, which is going to be we're going to do it on Google Forms, like I said. So tabulation. 
the votes are collected and tabulated by the NASCAR radio committee and the 10 cars that receive the highest number of votes in the voting process will be inducted into the racing card hall of fame. Pretty simple. Um, you know, whoever gets the most, the top 10 cars get the most votes are in. So uh, announcement uh, says once the votes are counted and verified by the NASCAR radio committee, the inductee cards will be announced on NASCAR radio prior to the Daytona 500 for that year. So, so we will be announcing this once the voting is done. We go through the whole process, uh, right? The episode before the Daytona 500 this, this next year. Uh, these trading card inductees will be celebrated on the Racing Card Hall of Fame or HOF.com website. So the URL, if you guys want to go out now and look at these rules, is RacingCardHOF.com. So the last uh, step in this process is yearly nomination. Going forward each year, 10 cards from the list of the 40 nominees will be inducted into the Racing Card Hall of Fame. Okay, we all know that. Of the 30 remaining cards, the bottom 10 cards that receive the fewest votes will be removed from the list of nominees, which will leave 20 cards that we will carry over to the next year. So we will have a new list of 20 additional nominees which will be added to the list of the of the uh, new nominees compiled from the NASCAR Radio Committee, along with input from trading card experts, collectors, and fans. So basically, we're going to take the carry over twenty cards, and we'll have twenty two nominees the next year. But this year, since this is the first year, you know we're going to have forty, all there, and they'll all be new. So that's pretty much it in a nutshell. Val, your comments. <laughs> I'm very excited. Can't wait for the whole process to start here and get that first list of nominees and then induction. Yeah. So, so what we're going to do tonight, we're going to announce the, uh, the nomination process and we've got a uh, URL and a, and a QR code that, that we're going to show here to where you guys can go ahead and start nominating your cards and it, you can nominate up to 10 cards. If you, you know, on this process, if you want to do it again, I have no problem with that because we're just trying to get nominees, but you know, try to be thoughtful uh, on which ones that you, you want to see. Um, th the thing to remember is it's going to ask you for a login. So, and you, you just use your email address and the password is going to be RCHOF. And that is all in capital letters. And once you get in there, you'll see the list and you can type in uh, the cards that you want to see nominated for the net, the ranking card hall of fame. Um, basically the format's going to be the year, the manufacturer, the card name and the card number. And you'll see that when you get there. Yeah. There's an example on the form. Yes, there is an example on the form, but we are using Google forms. That's the probably the best way. And I think the fairest way to do it. And the good thing about the Google forms is, is that it calculates all this stuff for us. So we know, um, you know, what we, you know, what cards have been nominated, which cards, when we do the voting, which cards we, you know, right. No matters. But we're, we're very excited about this. Uh, once we have our, our initial 10 winners, they're going to live on the racing card, HOF.com website. So, from then on, from eternity on until whenever, those cards will live there and you'll be able to go out and visit 
and see who was inducted in 2024, 2025, 2026, and so on and so forth. So we will have have those, and we're going to do the front and backs, and we're going to write up a little, yeah, description of the cards, you know, and things like that. So it'll be really nice when we get done with it. So when does nominations open? Now, um, nominations will open up as soon as people hear this. Okay. And um, how long does it run till? I believe it's going to run until the 2nd of December. Okay. So you've got basically a little over three weeks, I guess, to uh, to put in your nominations. Yeah. If you check um, Twitter, we'll have, we'll have information out there periodically just to remind folks about it. Yeah, we'll be doing a social media blitz. We'll we'll talk about it on, um, you know, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Um, you know, some of the Facebook groups probably will get see if we can get permission to do that there. I don't think they'll have any trouble with that. But there it is again. There's, there's code, yep, yeah, and there's the the uh, URL to vote. It's uh, https colon whack whack bit dot ly slash rchof cards that will get you there if you don't have the the qr code yep https colon whack whack bit dot is it ly ly yes slash rchof cards for those on the podcast yeah i used bitly to go through and take the the long url and resolve it to a short URL like this one. <laughs> okay. It makes it a lot easier because if you look at the URL that, that Google spits at, out at you, it's huge. So this is the best way to do it. Or if you're listening to the podcast, you can go over to the YouTube and go see about the 50 minute mark and you'll see the QR code pop out your phone and it'll take you right where you want to go. You just enter your email address and the password. All uppercase, R-C-H-O-F. Yeah, so we're really looking forward to this. Val and I have had this idea for, I guess, a while now. It's been since last year. And we finally have some time to actually work on it and do it the, the justice that it deserves. Yeah, so <clears throat> once we get into kind of the offseason, it allows us to do a little more uh, freestyle, I guess. And do stuff like this and we'll have, I think we talked about the other week, maybe do some live shows as well. So between now and February, um, we'll have mostly regular shows, but we might do some uh, live shows and bring some other content. I think we talked about doing possibly hero cards, some other top 10 cards of drivers, maybe touch on some of the classics vintage sets maybe some of the newer sets. So I'm um, mm -hmm. looking forward to the off season here to work on some different stuff. So, yeah, we really are. And, and keep in mind, like I said, voting, I mean, not voting uh, nominations start today. So be thinking about the cards that you guys would love to see into the racing card hall of fame. And once we have all these nominations, we're going to spend pretty much the month of December going through compiling the list for voting and then voting will start at the first of the year and it'll run about a month. And once we, once we have that, then we will uh, announce the winners like a week or two later on NASCAR radio. So that's kind of how it works. And the great thing is there's no wrong answers. No, there's no wrong answers. Cause they're the right answers for you. <laughs> so 
put down the top 10 that you think should be in there. Yeah. I really look forward to everybody's input and see what people think about, you know, what are their favorite cards? Because it could be any card you want, um, you know, put them in there. I mean, the worst that can happen is they just don't, don't make it, but yeah, there's you know. no consent. You know, they don't get the votes or the consensus, but it'll be on the list. So it will uh, be on the list. maybe you're an NHR guy or maybe an IndyCar guy, F1, NASCAR. I, I'm yeah, maybe you want to maybe you want to see the the Mario Andretti Panini rookie in there, or you know John Force's rookie card. I mean, it's whoever. I mean, I that, was, that's the beauty of it. I was thinking um, Pastrana or um, was it Ricky Carmichael or I almost wore my Travis Pastrana shirt tonight. I didn't, but I've got I've got my slab fire shirt on. I don't think people see it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, so we're talking, it's wide open. It's just not NASCAR. So this yeah. is motor. I don't want people to think that it just has to be NASCAR. Um, This is wide open for all motorsports. So this is exciting. This is not, you know, like I said, we're the only ones who do. Uh, we try to incorporate as much ra auto racing as we can. So, um, you know, some folks just do baseball or football or whatever. We, motorsports is... uh. It's kind of wide open, so mm -hmm. everybody likes to go fast and beat and beat other people. <laughs> <laughs> That's me when I'm driving. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe I'm not the only one. I think I said about it before. It's like I'm on a, the roads out there in the middle of nowhere, and it's like trying to take the turns right, so it's like cutting off, uh, you know, the, the shortest path there. So I do that on my bike on the trails. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I digress. All yeah. right, so we're already over, but again. Uh, I was just going to say, uh, I'm, I'm just looking forward to what everybody thinks about this. Uh, I'd love to hear your thoughts in the comments too, as well, uh, because we're excited about this. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Like I said, we, we kind of took, took, took the idea from the baseball card hall of fame, but we've enhanced it in, in, in my opinion, it's going to be much, much better. And that's just my opinion, but I'm a little biased. Okay. <laughs> All right, so we're running out of time, but I do want to cover these because it's that time of season a year this year, and it's getting to be Black Friday. And so Black Friday is just not the Friday after Thanksgiving now. Uh, folks are trying to get in earlier, and mm -hmm. I love when the card companies do it, and this is some great stuff. So uh, most of it is on the NASCAR side, but, hey, open and packs is open and packs. And so we want to bring the make sure folks know about this. We are not receiving any money or for sponsorship from any of these guys. So uh, I bought from them before. And if you listen to the show over the years, Black Friday is kind of when I try to buy stuff. When I bought my 2011 Wheels Element case, you know, that's when I bought it. My 2016 certified case, that's when I bought it. Uh, I think so. The images back in the day, I got blasted for five or 10 bucks for the 2013 total memorabilia and the 2016 stuff. I mean, this is the time. So I uh, just want to make sure that we know that. So we're not being paid sponsors for them. But I think some of these are great deals. And again, you know, for you to evaluate and and uh, depending on your uh, situation, but there's opportunities out there. So first we'll go, you should cover the big three. We'll work on Steel City first. Uh, where do I see the deals here? I think 
I think they had some out there. 2016 uh, retail packs, uh, 179 for 24. And let's see what else we got. 27 Dunruss, 24 packs for 20 bucks. Limit when they go limit 40. They didn't have a ton out there, if I remember right. Uh, that doesn't mean that they will not add some over the course of the next few weeks. So it doesn't look yeah. like they have, have a bunch, but they have a few. The next one, let's go David Adams. And if you see something, let me know if I miss something. Blood is the one I think they're more aggressive than everybody else. They do have 20 box, 20, 23, Donra, seven pack, 20 box case for 250. So what is that? Uh, Was it like 12, 12.50 a box or something? Yeah. So, that, yeah. And then individuals for 15. So that's not that's not too bad. They do have Dunruss for what I see was seventy a box. Prism blasters for seventy nine, and I think just one more page. They didn't have a a bunch, but like I said, you kind of uh, look at all three, check them out. Uh, $15 blasters, $20 blasters. Yeah. 2018 Prism 7-pack also has that 3-pack card Prism camo for 20 bucks. These were high as $40, $50 when Haley was at her prime there. So I think that yeah. was it. Yes. Yeah, go back up for a second. Go, yep. go back up to right there. Um, 2018 Certified. They've got it for fourteen ninety five for a blaster. Uh, we're going to see some cheaper prices here shortly. Yeah. So now let's go to blowout. They have blowout in the name. <laughs> wow. All right. So we get over to blowout. All right. On page one. Hopefully they still have it. All right. So hobby boxes of twenty eighteen, Dunruss for fifty. 2018 Certified Hobby for 50, <clears throat> Donruss for 50, Victory Lane for 50, 2020 Donruss Hobby for 50. Was it 2020 that had the the fifth, the five, uh, had the rant, uh, extra autographs with the cars numbered out of five, or was that 21? Uh, I can't see. remember. I know. I think 2017 was the first year for Donruss. No, yeah. no, no. Remember it had the... Um, Tim had Tim had grabbed, grabbed cards and they had uh, extra autographs. Right, but I, I, that was the fifth anniversary. That, that, that's where I was going with that. Okay, so twenty seven, so twenty twenty one would, would okay, be. Okay, thank you. All right, and twenty eleven. No, okay. So now we're getting into the case of blasters. Twenty fourteen. Uh, press pass twenty box for a hundred. 2017 Torque Blaster, 20 for $100. $5 a blaster. 
2018 certified blaster 20 box case 100 bucks 2018 victory lane so 18 i'm trying to remember the rookies who was it uh is it um briscoe and austin or is it austin hill is in 2018 uh victory lane as well as Haley deegan yeah uh, 2018 Dunrush Racing 20 box blaster case $100. 2019 Dunrush Racing blaster case $100. So that's $5 a piece. That's tremendous. Yeah. Look at that though. The, look at the uh, Ignite. It's a hundred. There's a hundred pa packs. The retail packs, of course. So that's basically a dollar a pack. And those, I, I love Ignite. There's a lot of good cards in there. Yeah, I'm not sure how the retail works, but, you know, a dollar a pack. If you want some stuff to open, that's not uh, that's not bad. Uh, so now this is not uh, 100, but 200. So 20, because a lot of people like select. 2017 Panini Select Racing Blaster, 20 box case for 200. That's $10 a blaster. Yeah. So it's a little, you know, it's pricier, but you're also getting that... Uh, that chrome in the first year select. So like I said, I've seen those go for what, 20, $30, $35, a blaster. Cause selects drying up. Uh, I think that kind of is it. I know the Sapphire here is two fifty. I think I want to say, was that what? Three fifty or more on Topps's website when it first came out. So yeah, so that that tells you they're taking a loss on that they stuff. They are taking a loss on it. Yep. Uh, oh. Let me get down to these other ones. But anyway, I, you know, I wanted to make you guys aware of it so that you can kind of check it out. And that doesn't mean that this is written in stone. That they can add other, possibly add other uh, things to the sale and pull sales off. Uh, you know, it all depends on what they, how much they got and they run out of, but I just wanted to make folks aware of the big three. And uh, if you had extra funds or if you were looking for stuff now might be a time to, to look. I mean, if you had deep pockets, a 12 box case of 2018 certified for 600 bucks. Yeah. And that's, that's some good stuff there as we all know. Well, you know, usually when you buy a case, uh, usually a case has got some, you know, good hits and you have other ones that might not be as great. So by buying the case, you'll um, have a, you know better odds, right? It's like buying a case of national treasures, right? Yeah, exactly. If you can swing it. So anyway, I uh, just want to make folks aware of it. I know we're, we're, we're pushing time, but. Yeah. And kind of going with the same theme. Um, we talked to our friends at Panini today, as a matter of fact, and the release order for the different releases of this year, of course, we all know that Chronicles is going to be on the 29th of November. And Prime is also scheduled for the 12th, or excuse me, the uh, 29th of, of December. There you go. Of course, it's all subject to change. Then after that, Prism is scheduled. Not We don't know the date yet. And then National Treasures is scheduled after that. So the good thing is, is we've also heard there's going to be some really cool things in NT this year. So I'm looking forward to that, especially since it's the 75th anniversary of NASCAR. Yeah, looking forward to it. All right. Uh, anything else before we roll the bean footage? No. Roll it, brother. Time to go. Bye. <laughs> 
All right, welcome to this week's King's Court. Um, eBay is acting weird, so we've got some different images today. But um, we're going to start off with our honorable mention number one. This was on the 5th of November. It's weird to say November. 2022 National Treasures NASCAR Jeff Gordon Auto number two on card. Legend, it says. Um, they were asking $850 for this card, and they accepted a best offer of $400. Bucks. Wow. So that's uh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. And it's only out of two. That's that's the two of two. It's kind of hard to see now, you know, since we don't really have the right. You can't get into the actual page, but uh, pretty cool card. Uh, we we think about that. I think that's a, probably about the right price for that card. Yeah, I would think so. I think it's an on card auto number to two. I'm thinking at four hundred bucks, you can try to go after the other one. I think so. I think that'd be a nice little little thing to complete. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Okay. Next honorable mention number two. This was on the 6th of November. It's a 1992 tracks Dale Earnhardt Sr. slash Richard Petty dual auto insert card PSA 9. I think that's a PSA 9 for the autos, I think. It's kind of hard to tell if I remember correctly. But anyway, it went out for bidding, but there was only one bid and it started at $409.99. And of course, that's where it ended. Yeah, this looks like it's authentic, and maybe the autos are a nine, like you said. Yes, exactly. That's what that's what it looks like yeah. to me. Um, I think somebody stole that card. You read my mind. That's what I was going to say. It's, that's a, a very cheap price for that card. Yeah, uh, to have it basically authenticated because that one there were some blanks that got out, and you know it's easy to tell by the the petty auto, but. You know, it's basically authentic there. Uh, so I, that's like a you know a raw price. So that's, that's a pretty good deal. Yeah, I mean, I would take that card and, and resubmit it and get a grade on the card itself too. Because I looked at the card and it looked good to me. I didn't see anything wrong with it. And I looked at the description and I didn't see anything in the description that told me that you know there was something wrong with that card. So yeah, know, I mean, this one down here went for three eighty. That wasn't even. Authentic, so yeah, <clears throat> I think somebody yeah. got a good deal on that. I think they did too. I think it should have gone for at least a couple hundred dollars more than that, if not more. Yeah. All right. So next up is our Joker of the week. See, we're actually able to get to this website. It's weird how some some of them were working today and some of them were not. But anyway, this was on the sixth of November. It's a one of one Max Verstappen twenty twenty one custom art card. And it's done by an artist named Bobzilla. And they were asking $299 for this. And, and I guess Bobzilla accepted the best offer of $100. Bucks. Man, and, I need to start doing some stuff. Man, I can mark on cards with the best of them, man. That's my wife. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to work on some of that. $100. Bucks. Yeah, that's a... Yeah, I mean, I'm sure it didn't take him an hour to do that. So he's he, he's making more than a hundred dollars an hour. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> interesting. Yeah, it's very interesting. I thought it was cool, you know, because when I was flipping through the listings, I saw that card, and far away it looked like it was some you know had a couple eyeballs and a weird mouth with you know 
with white lips. It was just weird, weird looking to me. Yeah. And then I zoomed in on it and saw what it was and went, okay, this guy's just taking these cards and he's just, just changing them up and marking on them. Yep. <laughs> but yeah, very interesting. I may, I may, I may do that. I, we may have a NASCAR radio one of one card here soon. I like that. Okay. <laughs> All right. So next we're going to have our Jack of the week. This is our young driver. This was on the 3rd of November. Go figure. It's Lando Calrissian Norris, 2022 Tops Dynasty Formula One, Zipper Patch Auto, number nine of ten. It says Tops Sealed. I'm doing air quotes as I do that. Right. And uh, they were asking 500 bucks, and they accepted the best offer of $425. I think that's a good deal. I think so, too, because Lando, his stock is rising. Yeah, and it's a zipper. I mean, it's unique. Uh, unique. Uh, relic, I guess you want to say, or, or whatever. So it's definitely different. And, you know, for 425 again, that's cheaper than a box of Dynasty. So it sure is, man. I mean, you know, that's, that's the thing about Dynasty, man. It's easy to take a loss on that stuff. I'd rather just buy, buy cars like this, you know, that I know what I'm going to get. Yeah, I think it's actually a really good price. I think so, too. All right. All right. So next up is our Queen of the Week. This was on the 7th of November. It's a 2007 Rittenhouse Racing IRL autograph of Danica Patrick. They were asking $499.99. And guess what? You know what happened. Don't tell me someone said it click. Somebody clicked. <laughs> Somebody paid almost five hundred dollars for this card. I'd rather have the Lando. I would too. <laughs> and and the extra money. Yes, uh, me too. Well, you know what? That, good for them. Good for to the each, seller. Good for the buyer. But to, to each of, to each their own. We're not here to tell people how to collect. It's just that you know I could buy. Uh, some nice senior autographs for that kind of price, and he's done a lot more than she's ever done. Yeah, well, I guess when I say when when I say that, I'm not disparaging on anybody who bought no. it. I just it's just for me. I wouldn't have you know wouldn't have paid that. I would have you know like I said, we have other things we would have looked at. So, and I think the Rittenhouse, I don't think that's a hard one. I think they come up, and you know, I, yeah, you know, get there's some diehard Danica pa Patrick fans out there, so. I mean, if it was graded or something, maybe, but again, to yeah, me, that, that's not, that's not my wheelhouse. So no, it's not my wheelhouse either. And, and again, we're not going to, we're not here to tell anybody how to collect. I mean, if it, it, it's, it's, it's your money and, you know, cause I know I've spent money high dollars on things probably I shouldn't have, you know, just because I wanted it. And, and I totally understand that. Yeah. So, yep. So congrats, like you say, congrats to the seller and the buyer. Yep. All right. All right. King of the week. This is on the 2nd of November. Check this one out. We've seen one of these cars before. 1998 Press Pass Dale Earnhardt Sr. 50th Anniversary Gold Signings Autograph. And they actually let this one fly on bids. And it ended up at $635.88 with 60 bids. Wow. 60 bids. Yeah, that, that's a lot, a lot of bid activity. That gold is pretty good. Oh, it, it looks great. I was looking at that. I mean, he did good. That must have been the fresh marker when he did that one. Yeah, that, that's a nice, 
it kind of pops on that on that image, and that's that classic Earnhardt Senior image with those glasses and stuff. So, oh yeah, cool. and numbered uh, what was it numbered out of seven hundred? Was that number thirty? Oh, I'm 70? sorry, hundred. That was thirty out of a hundred. Yeah, thirty out of a hundred. Yeah. So, so very cool. Yeah. So whoever got that man, that is a cool car. Congrats. I love that car. All right. All right. Our one on one of the week, our ace was on the fourth of November, my birthday. It's a 2022 Tops F1 lights out. Charlotte Claire. Yeah, he had lights out for sure. Gold frame, one of one, PSA nine. And wow. again, yeah, this card went out for bidding as well. And it landed at $2,950 with 21 bids. Impressive. Yeah. $40 for shipping. Yeah. In China. Yeah, I was going to say, I think it's coming from overseas. Wow. Pretty pretty cool card, though. Look at that, look at that gold border and everything. That's a nice card. Yeah, it looks like it's raised up. I, you know, I... We don't get a didn't have a lot of lights out. I think lights out was a UK issue. So, yeah, I never saw anything like that here. Yeah, I've seen some of them on the some of the websites, the big three, but never never messed with it. So, but wow, twenty one bids, almost three grand. Yeah, so that's a nice card, man. I think I think that's probably about the right price for it. It may be a little high, I don't know, but uh, still pretty nice card. Yeah, I'm not a player at that, but it's it's a I think. Looking at it, it's a it's a really good looking card, right? So the gold frame on it, the red and black fire suit, and then the orange, black, and uh, what yellow, I guess, on the left hand side. It's a it's a nice, cool looking card. Mm -hmm. It's very aesthetically pleasing. Yeah, Ferrari logo <laughs> down in the bottom right in that black. Yeah, yeah. So cool, man. Cool card. All right. All right. Drum roll. Too bad we don't have the close up image of this, but. Uh, our Royal Flush of the Week, this was on the 2nd of November. It's a 2020 Topps Dynasty F1 Lewis Hamilton signed on card, it says, auto patch out of 10. And it's a PSA 10. And this card also went out for bidding. And as you can see, it landed at $16,700 with 53 bids. <laughs> That is, I mean, people talk about the market being down. Uh, you know, when you look at the ones below us here, we got uh, the other Lewis Hamiltons for $2,300, with the with the zipper on the BGS. Both those are BGS. So that, that is a lot of coin. That's a lot of coin. Of course, it was a Propstein auction. So, And it uh, is 2020. It is the first year. Mm-hmm. So... Oh, it's just impressive, man. We need to get some of that uh, Mortal Kombat or whatever sound. Yeah, that's that's a nice card, man. And the autograph looks pretty good. I wish wish we could have had a better image. But yeah, uh, when I try to click on it, oh, it worked. Well, that worked. Okay, it didn't work before. Maybe uh, they got the bugs worked out of it before. It says sorry, whatever, miss. But here we go. Oh, here we go. Val's going to bring up the. Actual page. Does it come up? No, I don't see it. Uh, oh, you know why? Opened in another window. Hold on. Oh, tricky. All right. So let me curse you, eBay, <laughs> for tricking us. Stopping there. 
share, no. Yeah, stop, share. All right, which one is the real one? That's it right there. Okay. 16 grand. There you go. Boom. Boom. That's nice, man. Yeah. $16,700 with 53 bids. And it's a PSA 10. I mean, you got to think about that card for a second. They put the, you know, it's got the memorabilia in there. Then they had to send it to Lewis to sign. And you, we've all seen how these athletes sign cards, man. They just kind of whatever, whatever, whatever. But um, this one managed to stay a 10. So that's awesome. That's one thing I don't have in my collection is a Lewis Hamilton autograph. That's something I need to work on. Yeah, me too, I guess. I guess Him and Max up. and uh, some others. All right. So, yep, that is it for this week's King's Court. Well, thank you. Impressive. So, uh, we're already over time. So, um, so we're off next week. And recap, uh, make sure you check out the big three for Black Friday. Keep, keep an eye on them periodically throughout the weeks there until Thanksgiving. So, you might find something in your price range. <clears throat> to scratch that itch, I guess, until we get to the end of the month when hopefully, fingers crossed, Chronicles drops. So, yeah. And if you see any good deals from the big three that we haven't talked about, just go ahead and add us on Twitter or wherever and let us know about it because that's how I ended up today buying uh, the case of Prime 2018, not Prime, uh, certified, excuse me. Yeah. But. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Talk about it. Yeah. So then don't forget, uh, we have the link to the Racing Card Hall of Fame. Um, so if you use that QR code, get to the nomination and enter your email address. And the password is R-C-H-O-F, all uppercase. Yep. That, I, I'm looking forward to it, man. I'm looking forward to seeing what people think, what they, uh, what they, what they nominate. Okay. All right. So I guess we're out of here. Uh, thanks everybody for watching. Uh, stay hanging in there to the end. So um, anything else? Well, if you have any questions about the Racing Card Hall of Fame, just, just DM us and we'll be glad to answer any questions you got. Yep. All right. And then we're off next week. And so we'll be back after the Las Vegas Grand Prix. Yep. Don't forget, we've got hashtag skid marks, Ty freaking Gibbs, and hashtag, I'm going to see if I can get it up here real quick, hashtag slam fire. <laughs> All right, we're out of here. We'll see you in two weeks.